This is a Federal News Network podcast. Agencies put out a government-wide call to hire data scientists and got more than 500 applications in less than two days. Applicants will go through a subject matter expert qualification assessment where in-place agency data scientists will initially vet those candidates. The U.S. Digital Service is piloting this concept for data science hires, having had success using the same model to bring customer experience experts into government. For more, Federal News Network's Jory Heckman spoke with U.S. Digital Services' Amy Paris. Agencies are looking for experienced data scientists, and one problem that they're having is, you know, there are some issues with attracting the best talent into government. So some agencies have been talking to us for a while. Some groups have come together. So one is the Federal Chief Data Officers Council, or the CDO Council. They've sort of seen this in their agencies, and they've come to us, us being the U.S. Digital Service, as well as the Office of Personnel Management, OPM. We put together a way to bring more data scientists into government more effectively. And there are a number of ways that we can do that. One, of course, is through a government-wide hiring action. So where we pool talent and we allow a lot of different agencies to come together and work together. And this is something we've done before. So we've had a pilot previously that has been very successful to hire customer experience specialists into government. And that was a government-wide effort through our program called SMEQA, or Subject Matter Expert Qualification Assessments. We brought in a lot of qualified people through that program previously. We're sort of pairing that with success we've had at one agency so far. So we've had a successful effort hiring data scientists at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. We hired recently now 10 data scientists into CMS. And uh, we basically paired those two things together. We said, let's do a government-wide effort where we hire data scientists. We've had success in both areas. Let's bring those two things together. So really, it was the CDO Council driving this to some extent, along with the previous work we've done in SMEQA, and of course, our friends at OPM supporting that and making sure that we're doing everything in a fair and legal manner. That's come up a couple of times now, the SMEQA process. Just to walk through that maybe a little bit more in depth, what are some of the advantages of going through that SMEQA process? A few advantages are right up front. So first of all, there's been recent data released by GSA, of course, in concert with OPM and and USDS about how government has currently been hiring people. And one of those is 90% of all competitive hiring announcements for the federal government use only what's called a self-assessment questionnaire. So literally what they're saying is, do you think you're qualified for this job? Yes or no? Or rate how qualified you feel you are for this job. And of course, that process is going to have some flaws. Some folks are more likely to rate themselves higher than others. And that leads to a lack of diversity in our hiring pool. And obviously, we want our hiring pool to reflect the diversity of the American people. But additionally, it's really going to drive some people away. And it's going to sort of highlight people or applicants who are perhaps more focused on saying how great they are rather than proving how great they are. So what SMEQA does is we bring in and we say, you actually have to prove that you're qualified to get these jobs, to get to the certificate phase where you're actually proven qualified and agencies get a chance to hire you. So what we do is we have a resume review process up front. So we have subject matter experts who are qualified in your field review. So what we have now for this government-wide data science hiring action is data scientists currently working at federal agencies 
and they're reviewing resumes and they're checking to make sure that this looks like someone who can do this job based upon a series of core competencies. Then after resume review, what will have happen is some combination of assessment strategies. So this can be ranging anything from a work sample assessment where we ask candidates to once they've been qualified on their resume, we say, hey, we want you to provide us a couple of hours of work where we're not going to like steal your work. We're not going to like, you know, ask you to do work for us for free, but rather we just want a sample of what you're able to do. We want you to sort of prove to us that you're capable of doing sort of an example set of work. So for data scientists, it could be like cleaning up a data set. Another type of assessment we can provide is a structured interview. So structured interviews are, again, conducted by subject matter experts where they'll ask a series of hypothetical questions or a series of questions about work that's been done in the past. And again, we're looking to see, do those candidates measure up to the core competencies at the required proficiency level? So for data science, those core competencies that have been identified are data wrangling, study design and data analysis, and communication. And you need to be able to satisfy all three in order to move forward. By doing that ahead of certifying applicants as being qualified, we make sure that the hiring managers, the agencies are getting really qualified candidates in, not just folks who are saying, hey, I'm great at this job. The other thing this helps us do is take pressure off of those really hardworking HR specialists. I've worked with HR specialists in some of these actions, and I know how hard it is to pay attention to detail on hundreds and hundreds of applicants and the hard work they do. And some of these jobs are for very technical positions. So, you know, how fair is it to ask an HR specialist who already has an entire set of capabilities that they have to do for their job to also understand IT, to also understand customer experience? So we take that pressure off of them and we put it on the subject matter experts who have done this work before. The application has been closed for some time now. 500 applications in less than 48 hours speaks volumes about the level of interest here. Where does the process go from here as far as the candidates who have gone through that first round of vetting? Where do they go and when ultimately can they expect to be placed in jobs at agencies? Of the initial 500 plus applicants... There were some applicants who we had them answer some multiple choice questions about their experience as part of the application process. And some of those questions were about data science issues. Now, they weren't intended to be gotcha questions. They were intended to be very straightforward. We vetted them with a lot of data science experts. And so there was somewhat of a a cutting down process for folks who did not pass those questions. Once we get through that point, then we're looking at resume review. That process is currently ongoing. I hope it'll be finished up very shortly. Once it finishes up, anyone who clears resume review will move on to the next phase of assessments. There will be multiple phases. We want to make sure that the candidates are updated on their status. I know OPM has been working very hard to make sure that like all the candidates are getting the right updates and they're not being feeling like they're being left behind. And eventually where they'll end up is in an opportunity to interview with multiple agencies. So the applicant said at the very beginning of the interview process, they were asked, which agencies on our list, on the list of 10 agencies that were participating, would you like to work with? And you got to select as an applicant, I want to work with all of them. Or no, I really don't want to work with this one agency. I don't like them very much. I'm not interested in their mission. So I'll deselect from there. 
once we get our final qualified list of applicants, they'll be given the opportunity to interview with the agencies that they were interested in. And then those agencies that participated will be able to make a first round selection. Now, what's great about this is it, it incentivizes the agencies who participated because they get to make those first round selections. But we're not just letting the candidates fall away from there. Anyone who isn't selected in that first round was given the opportunity to say, yes, I'd like to be considered at other agencies. And when you hopefully selected that, we hope everyone selected that, then their resumes will be available and their information will be available for every agency government-wide to look at for the next year. So we hope that any qualified candidates who don't get placed with the first 10 agencies still have an opportunity to get placed everywhere. Our goal is for 100% of the qualified candidates to find a position in federal government. Amy Paris, a digital service expert at U.S. Digital Service, speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.